You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I have a great discussion with Eric, Coach Eric, here at Trip Advice. We talk about fixing a mistake that Eric has seen with his clients when they go on dates. He's seen this mistake when guys are trying to write a really great profile, their online dating profile. And I'll tell you what that mistake is right now. It's the idea of being too negative or showing negativity or talking about things that are overtly negative. And Eric, not only is he going to talk to you about this topic, but he's going to teach you how to reframe things so things sound more positive and also teach you why positivity is going to help with attraction. So that's our discussion today, how negativity and positivity and things that we talk about that are negative and positive have such an effect on chemistry and building attraction with the women that we want to be with. Now, of course, Life is not always positive. Life is uh, complicated. There are bad things happening all the time in the world. There are good things happening all the time. There's a lot of positivity and negativity, and that's the reality. But we discuss this, and we chat about how even though, of course, we live in a world where it can't always be happy-go-lucky and positive, there are still ways to go about the process of being able to be more positive and why that's so important. So you're going to get a lot out of this episode today. I really enjoyed talking to Eric. We've been doing these monthly calls and he always, we, we do this thing. He's, he likes to surprise me with a different topic. So I never really know what we're going to talk about. I never have a script or any questions in front of me. He's got his own thing. And then we just go and we have a great discussion like, we did just recently. So listen up, you're going to get a lot out of it. And we do have openings here that you can actually join our Trip Advice Accelerator Coaching Program at tripadvicecoaching.com. And you can work with Eric. So Eric is a coach here. And so he can work with you one-on-one and guide you through the whole process of meeting women online and in person. And he is beyond an expert. He is been coaching with Trip Advice for over a year, but he's been a dating coach for, I believe at this point, over four or five years. So the guy knows what he's talking about, and I would never have any coaches over here that weren't experts and amazing and get guys results. Eric is screenshotting text messages and sending them to me all the time to show me the crazy results that he gets guys who coach with him. It is pretty incredible. So if you need more help and you don't want to do this on your own, go to tripadvicecoaching.com, fill out an application, And then we'll hop on a phone call with you and we'll talk about coaching. We'll see if it's a good fit for you. And we'll see if it's something that can really help you out. Like it has the hundreds and hundreds of men, thousands probably at this point that we've worked with over the past 11 years. So check that out. And now let's get into the interview with Eric talking about that mistake about being negative and how to fix it. All right, we are back with Coach Eric. What's going on, man? Hey, not too much. Having a warmer winter day here, so pretty happy for that. Oh, really? What's the what's the temp over there right now? 
the temp right now is probably 50 degrees. Holy cow, in January in Portland. That's wild. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's rainy all the time, and when you get that cloud cover, it gets warmer. But, you know, what's the cost, right? We're getting rained on all the time, so that's that's (laughs) not always fun either. (laughs) Well, let's try to keep it positive. Why don't we? do it. And you know what I'm talking about because that's what you've decided to discuss with us today. Something about positivity and negativity. I'm really excited and curious what you have to say. So, why don't you give a little introduction on what this topic is really all about? Yeah. And so, as you've correctly pointed out here, I brought up that rain, the weather for a reason. It wasn't just small talk. Everyone's favorite small top subject, of course, is the weather. But you can bet that in the Pacific Northwest, a lot of people like to reference this. It's what defines us, our rainy climate. It's almost always, though, the form of a complaint. No one actually really loves the rain. There's other things we like about living here, right? But you're going to talk to women, and and women are going to talk to men, of course, too, where everyone wants to talk about this weather and this horrible weather that we have and this climate we live in. Okay. So it's just, it's one of those subjects that everyone is bringing up again and again on repeat. It's not particularly positive. It's remarkably unattractive, if not just so common that it's blunted by its popularity alone as a topic. Okay. So I need to talk more about this. And I've been having a lot of clients do things like this. Okay. Where they are choosing the wrong directionality of their conversations. Okay. So I'm okay. going to just give you an example here because I, it's yeah. funny when, when you ask me to record these podcasts with you, I have a way of choosing topics based on what several clients are going through at the same time. Just kind of like what's, yeah, what's the, the highlight of the week, right? Yeah, what's the common issue going on here? And so I've I've had an assortment of clients who've all been kind of committing this cardinal sin, okay, being very negative in their conversations where they could be positive. So one client I talked to yesterday, he he went on a date and the date it, did it go okay, probably, but she did not want to see him again. And there's obviously a number of reasons for that, why that could be. It's usually more than one. It's usually not boiled down to this one simplistic thing, right? But yeah. he, we did a full review on this. And this was, this was a little bit confusing to me because it, based on our previous conversations, it seemed like they had a strong connection and you thought this was a sure shot, right? You would have thought so. He eventually went into some of the stories he was telling her. Okay, in a bid to make him seem, you know, very enriched with his life and what he's doing. Not not a bad maneuver, of course, but he told this story about his trip to Hawaii, right? And he, and he thought that was really cool exploring Hawaii and all the scuba diving and the surfing and amazing things he gets to do there, the kayaking, things that really just light you up. You know, you, you hear the word kayaking and it puts an image in your head, right? And and then you hear the word Hawaii and now you've got this image of these translucent waters, of course, just paradise, kayaking and that surf sounds amazing. I thought that sounds like a pretty good story. What went wrong? And he eventually got to it to where his story culminated him being in a coma for three weeks because he wiped out and nearly drowned. Right. And he had to be rescued or, or I, 
I think it was, I'm not sure why he was in the coma for three weeks per se, because it's obviously not my area, you know, medicine, right? But he had this story where he almost drowned. And, and the reason why he was telling this story was because he kind of, believe it or not, he looks back on it now and he kind of chuckles. It's just, it's just a funny story to him, right? Something exciting that happened in his life. Scary at the time. Okay, but but thinking about the obvious associations with some of these words, drowning, coma for three weeks. Uh, Sounds negative. pretty scary, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he once went surfing in Hawaii or kayaking, had a great trip there, but he actually left the girl a little bit scarred by that story. And that's because he accidentally brought up negativity, right? So, so negativity and, and positivity are actually extremely important. And one of them makes you very unattractive. You could probably guess which one. Okay. And the other makes you very attractive. But what clients have been doing here is they've been mixing these things up. So I'm, I'm going to break this down even further. I go really deep into the, the scientific explanations here. And, and this podcast is not just about talk about good things and not bad things, right? Right. That that's not, not realistic. Right, right. Pretty, pretty hard to do here. So, and you'll come off very strange if you're if you're only trying to be positive or talk about positive stuff. It's pretty hard to do, and I, I don't want to encourage anyone to particularly talk about negative things. But there is an art to spinning out of them, so we'll talk about that too. Okay, and in fact, the women who you're going on dates with are going to do this as well. They're going to bring up a lot of negative topics, right? So, so other than just the, the obvious associations, okay, having almost drowned, being in a coma, that's obviously very scary, even if it's funny to you, just the connotations with those words, right? They're not making her feel good, right? They, they might be causing her to reflect on some negative memories as well. Maybe she had an experience where she almost drowned, right? Maybe not that severe, but you're bringing her back there, okay? We want women thinking about positive things, happy things, happy thoughts, happy memories. Okay. That's what's going to cause you to stand out. So beyond that, I like to say that positive statements or even qualities are ones of contribution. Okay. And, and negative ones on the corollary are going to be ones statements or qualities of detraction. Okay. okay. So what this means is one form of statement is you describing or invoking something that you want more of, that you love, that you're seeking out in life. Those are the good ones, right? The positive ones. Things that contribute to your life, to your happiness. Okay, the negative ones are statements of detraction, and that's you talking about things you dislike, you're trying to avoid things that you're scared of, things that you want less of in your life. You got some examples for each? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's really quite simple because I see this one a lot. If you've ever been on someone's profile and you've seen where they write a line about swipe left if you this or this or this, that is called a negative statement because they're talking about things that detract from their happiness and their life and their health. Yeah. 
here's the thing. The message itself is not actually all that important. What's important is the directionality. And you've probably noticed that when you see these profiles, if you ever see women writing things about that, you tend to find them not all that particularly attractive simply because they used a negative quality or statement. Let me give you an example here, okay? Because I've actually plucked this out, some local profiles. I brought up the rain at the beginning of this because I actually see a lot of women and men writing things like, boy, I sure love hiking, love the outdoors here. You know, we're, we love that about the Pacific Northwest. And then they write dot, 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 when it's not raining. You know, what a downer, right? Um, yeah. To bring that up. So what I had like here not was- a, Not a lover of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like you're edging on saying like, there is something I love about this, but it's just spoiled due to something else that over is kind of overarching, right? And, and clouding it, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. So when I see profiles or, or when I have clients that are going on dates telling these stories or having these conversations, what I tell them to do is I tell them to go ahead and flip that. Take your message, but adjust the directionality. Okay, so what I have here is a client of mine who lived in Seattle, actually not too far from Portland, where I live. And he had originally written just that usual stuff like, oh man, it sucks how it's raining here all the time. Otherwise, I'd love going outside. Right. So, boo -hoo. Mm -hmm. yeah, boohoo. Okay. So, long story short, I had him change it to I absolutely love it here. Seattle is gorgeous, capital letters, gorgeous for nature. Okay. Stunning, blown away by it. Absolutely loves that. Took out the rain thing entirely. No need to mention that. Okay. There's a truth here, right? The truth is there's rain. There's also a truth that there is gorgeous scenery and nature, right? Those things are equally true, actually. So as any good salesman knows, you simply need to look through it through one lens. You don't need to invoke every single thing. You don't need to invoke the negative qualities of something. You can simply say, I love the gorgeous nature here. Way more. Now, I want to chime in too. Sure. What's a risk about being negative, about being dramatic, about saying things in the way that you're presenting them mm -hmm. is yeah, so attracting kinds of women who will like that because drama yes. breeds more drama. So I don't know about you guys, but do you have a friend or Eric, do you have a friend or have you ever had a friend that comes to you and just complains or you complain and they complain back and it's just this big complain fest and it just kind of goes negative it's like there are some people out there who actually are attracted to that, not in terms of attraction of like sexual attraction. I'm just saying there are people who who want to be around people like that. And so if you're putting that out there, you might be attracting that kind of woman and you're not going to want to be with that type of woman because that's going to be drama. And you're going to get someone who's also going to be very negative, who's going to bring you down, who's going to be very potentially very victim mindset, not growth mindset, everything bad kind of happens to them. That's just a risk involved in the negativity. Yeah, it's actually extremely dangerous because not only are you attracting those people into your life, those are actually the women who are going to be reaching out to you, right? Because they connected with you on that, not in a good way though. But the key to having a 
sustained dating relationship with someone is to get them to think emotionally and to reflect on their experiences with you emotionally as opposed to logically, right? Like you can never convince a girl like, hey, I make a lot of money. I've got security for you here. This is why you should date me. Doesn't work like that. Attraction does not work like that. No, you need them thinking about emotionally the excitement they get, the joy, the laughter, okay? But you don't want that emotional thinking to be colored by your sad experiences or by you stating the nasty things you don't want in your life. Okay, and and you were talking about how some people are, are really drawn in that, of course. This is actually another client I had this week where he went on a date with the girl. And as it turns out, she had some mental health issues and she was actually just she just brought that up herself. She said, you know, it's kind of tough for me these days. I've got some mental health struggles. And what the client erroneously did is he said, oh, she wants to talk about this kind of sad stuff. I've got mental health struggles too. I've, I've got oh, no. anxiety I'm dealing with. You know, it's, <laughs> it's winter in Portland. I'm somewhat depressed kind of thing, right? No kidding. And so what he did, he took that as permission to go ahead and talk about his issues. And before you know it, what they have here is not a proper date anymore. It's a therapy session. Yikes. Yikes for attraction and yikes for the kind of person you might be with. Like I said a second ago. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the irony about this. There is a connection going on there. It's just not the one that you want. And the reason why people attract other people in who are kind of down in the dumps or want to spread their misery, however unintentional that is, is simply because it feels good to talk about our problems and to be able to connect with someone else on them. It's reinforcing that's why going to a therapist, for those of you who are going, it you you know it feels good simply just to have an echo board, right? Be yep. able to talk to someone about it. Nothing wrong with that, but you as a male dater, that's not your role. Okay. You're not capable of handling someone with those mental health issues. That's not what you're there for. You're there to build a romantic and sexual connection. Nor are you trying or should you want her to be the therapist, so to speak, in the right. same situation. Yeah, you you guys are each other's therapists, and that's not a good thing, okay? Dating is dating. Therapy is therapy. Don't let those two touch each other. Now, it, it's a little bit different. Let's, when di- let's dive into that a little bit. Sure. I think we're talking over each other a little bit because of the connection. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, why do you think those things should be separate? I think that we've got this problem right now with with dating where you've got a lot of people who don't know what the purpose of dating is or they've just forgotten it over the decades. It's just gotten lost on our generation for some reason. You know, it's it's really funny that you asked that actually because whenever I take in a new client, I always ask them this one question. I just this is just kind of for fun. It's like data collection for me, right? But I always ask them, "What's the purpose of dating?" And about 90% of them have the exact same answer. And that is, it's to evaluate another person to see if you're compatible for long-term connection. It's not really what it's for, because when you do that, the problem is you've got two parties here who are getting get together and being completely passive, just evaluating one another. And neither party is really doing the driving of the chemistry, right? That's the big flaw 
that I think our generation is making with dating is they're not driving that chemistry forward. They're being very passive about it. Okay. So in short, they're mixing up roles. Okay. They're acting like friends or two buddies who are just sitting down for a chat. You've got buddies that you can do that with, right? You've got friends for that reason. Okay. So your role, why are you meeting with someone exclusively? So you, like this is so, obviously so you something think- a little bit more special than. I think that dating ought to be dating. Okay. If you actually agreed to meet someone and you sat down with her, it's because you have a certain purpose to that. Okay. You're trying to explore a romantic connection and actively drive that chemistry and that bond and that connection. When you have emotional issues, you go to a therapist. When you've got friendship issues or you just want to shoot the breeze with someone more casually, not build a romantic connection, you've got friends for that. It's not that I think that those things are separate. It's just that they are separate, right? And most people, when it comes to like emotional issues, negative issues, really, right? Most of us are, are not really capable of, of taking that much off of the plate. Okay, we're, we're not. We shouldn't bite off more than we can chew. Not when it's the start of a new relationship or a potential relationship here, right? You've got limitations, time limitations on what you can actually talk about on this date, what you can focus on. So you don't want it to be defined by sadness, by your mental health problems, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You, know, you don't want it to, to, be, to be defined by sadness. It just sounds funny. That's right. Because it's true. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, think about it. You go out on a date, let's just say a couple of hours, or even you're, someone's looking through your profile, 10 seconds, right? They're obviously not going to get to know anywhere near entirely what your life is about and what you are like. Okay. They've got, they get a snapshot, okay. Relatively small chunk of who you are. So you get to actively choose what you're going to present to them. And when you actively choose to present something really sad, like your mental health problems or your anxiety or depression, it's almost like they're concluding this must be the most prominent feature about him. It's what he chose to talk about out of everything else he could have talked about. Yeah. Can you imagine? You only have so much room to talk about stuff. I mean, every sentence, every prompt is huge real estate on your profile. And so whatever you chose to say in like one prompt or one sentence, that's 20% of your bio right there, maybe even more. Yeah, And so, if you're going negative, it absolutely says something about you. And I don't think the woman, I think some women might consciously think that. They might consciously think, wow, this person's negative and this is how they're portraying themselves. It's going to be either that or they're going to read something or hear, or yeah, read something from your profile and they're just going to be turned off and they're not even thinking why they just are just like, doesn't sound good. I mean, Eric, you've seen some, some women who just have that kind of negative type of talk or text on their profile. Like you've seen this before. Oh yeah. And what do you think about it when you see it on a woman? It's remarkably unattractive and that's just, It's unattractive simply by fact of the matter that you are choosing to talk about the things you hate or the things you want less of. Okay. It doesn't even matter what the content is or what that message is. That's really all there is to it. So let's see here. This is from a female profile right now. 
Okay. Looking for someone who doesn't take life too seriously, minimizes the bathroom selfies. That's fair enough, but notice that that's a statement of detraction, right? Talking about the things you don't want. Enjoys good conversation. Okay, that's fine. And then she says, let me guess. You love to hike, travel, eat, and drink your way through the city. Let's shake things up. I know it's Portland, but I can't say I'm a fan of beards. Sorry. So you, you had this very short window into who this girl is, and you're trying to decide if you should date her. And all she talked about was how she's sick of beards. And people who love to just do basic things like eat and drink. You barely learned anything about her. In fact, the only thing of partial substance she said was that she likes conversation. To play devil's advocate, I can hear someone saying like, well, no, isn't that good? You, she's stating what she doesn't want. So it's filtering out the people that have beards and that say the eat, drink through the city thing. And what we're saying here is no. It's, 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 you're, yeah, okay, you will be filtering out those guys for sure. But if I saw that on a profile, I mean, I don't know. I'd, I would imagine anyone listening to here would, would think the same thing. Like, just comes off aggressive. It's like, yeah, even if I, if I saw that profile, didn't have the eat drink through the city on my profile, didn't have a beard, I would still be turned off because of how negative that is. What's really happening here is she's just pointing out how insecure she is accidentally. So, right. She's saying that she's sick and fed up of low quality profiles and and men in the city of Portland, Oregon. Okay. Now, like we all have things we're fed up with. We all have our complaints. I'm just going to choose not to talk about those. It's very unattractive. And what we have here is a girl who's incredibly insecure, right? Incredibly bitter about this. And I don't want to be with that girl. Okay, I don't want that infecting me. Yeah, what's interesting is it's even worse for women. It's even more attractive for a woman to have that cold, bitter, it just very opposite of feminine. But still, yeah, it's still unattractive for men too. It's bad for both, worse for women. But yeah, let's well, continue. it's it's unattractive for people in general, right? So. Why don't we talk about some of the practical elements here? Because I want people to actually learn and be able to help themselves you know, from yes. these, these fun podcasts we do. And so what we're really talking about here is not you. I'm not asking you to change opinions. I'm not a- even asking you to change the message necessarily, the content of what you want to talk about in conversations or on profiles for that matter. But I am asking you to change the directionality. Okay. The message will end up being the same, but the positive version of it looks a lot more attractive than the negative. So to give you an example, and this is one I see a lot, swipe left if you voted conservatively, or sometimes swipe left if you voted for Donald Trump, right? Some form of that. Okay, that by definition, that's a negative statement because it's describing something that detracts from your happiness, right? It's an insecurity. Okay, so here's the message. The message is you're probably liberal. You probably voted liberal. You probably voted for Clinton or Biden or Bernie Sanders, right? 
regardless of that message, you chose to use a negative direction behind it, and it makes you look very unattractive. I know this because I take these profiles regularly and I distribute them to my panelists of female reviewers. And despite the fact that most people here in the ultra-liberal Pacific Northwest would agree they do not want to vote for Donald Trump, they still thought the profile was very, very ugly completely repulsive by that statement alone. That's the feedback I'm getting. So if you really want to communicate a message like that, fine, but flip it to a positive direction. That's the key. And what a positive version of that statement is would be something like swipe right if you're liberal. Or even I've seen clients change it to things like I'm a bit of a Bernie bro right? You're getting across the same point, but one sounds a lot more attractive than the other. Swipe left if you voted for Donald Trump, right? Versus a bit of a Bernie bro. So you can do this with just about any subject. Okay. So I've seen people do things like, you know, swipe left if you're a cigarette smoker or, or I don't really like hanging out with cigarette smokers or, or because I live in the Pacific Northwest, it might even be pot smokers. Yeah. I don't, I don't really associate with pot smokers, right? because we've got a fair amount of that going on here. So positive version of that statement is probably something along the lines of, I value a healthy lifestyle, or I, I value people who live a healthy lifestyle, right? Really simple, but you didn't have to stain anyone else. You didn't have to insult anyone else, right? Sounds much, much better. I like it. Okay, so What about in person? Yeah. In person. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea is the same thing. Whatever you want to communicate, talk about the positive element of it instead. Just choose to have a lens for that thing that focuses on the directionality going in, of course, a positive direction. So it's very interesting, but let's let's take something extreme here, right? Let's take what's going on right now, the the war in Ukraine. Okay, there's obviously a very negative topic. In fact, it almost sounds like at first there's no hopes in making that positive at all. Right? That's just it's just horrible what's going on. What could possibly be positive about that? Pretty tricky, but a positive statement that I would use, I I mean honestly, I hope you guys aren't in this conversation to begin with, but women will sometimes bring this stuff up on dates. Sometimes it goes there because they brought it there. It's not all on you. Women are going to make mistakes. Okay, so if something like that comes up, I would say something like I would validate her point. I wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, war in Ukraine. So what are you doing this weekend? Right. I wouldn't just flip off <laughs> the subject because or that's negative. Stop being negative. Like you call her out. Right. right. Exactly. I, I wouldn't do that. Let's go ahead and acknowledge her point. I would say something like, yeah, you know, it's just so senseless and pointless, this war in Ukraine. You know what I'm going to do when this whole thing's over? I think the next country I travel to is going to be Ukraine. Just that way I can bring some of my my tourist dollars to them. I think they're going to need it, right? And I'm going to be happy to be kind of spending big there. And, and I've decided that's the next country I want to travel to as soon as I can. Very, very positive notion, right? Almost inspiring. Like, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to try to help the people any way that I can. Yeah. Okay, so I want to comment on that too. It's like, sure. It's not about we need to avoid being negative. I mean, I guess it is. How do I explain this? It's not about trying to live in a world that's not reality because in reality, there are negative things happening. But when you talk about things with hope, with inspiration, you feel good, right? Yeah. It's like 
you feel good about being able to transform things to be more positive. And that in itself is so crucial on the dates. So she can feel those positive emotions and then associate them with, with you. And that's I right. just thought about that based on what you're saying here. It's like, yeah, that's a, that would be a very inspirational and hopeful thing to hear from someone, assuming it's true, you know, and not to get too granular, but even with something like that, I, I heard a story about some children who heard about what was going on in Ukraine and in their school, I guess there was a Ukrainian girl who just got brought in and they moved to the United States and, and the little girls, like f they created some fund or something special for the girl who came in and it made them super happy. So again, I forgot. It was like some story that I heard before. But anyways, sure. the point is, is like if that was a story that you knew well, like you could tell better than I just did, like that would be something like, oh man, you know what I heard recently was, was uh, you know, this these little girls, blah, 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 blah. You know, just like that's another way of uh, of spinning it to make it seem hopeful, positive and and bring that and, and take away that dark cloud that that's over yeah. th that first, second, third date. Yeah. And these things will just kind of pop up sometimes. They'll just worm their way in because things like the war and the pandemic, that's just obviously an everyday part of life for us, like literally worldwide, right? So some of these things are going to creep their way in there. So to your point, yes, that that's okay. But you really want to try to get off of the negativity towards it, okay? And try to look at what you can through a positive lens, because I guarantee you there's some way to establish a positive direction with that somehow. I was on a date with a girl who was very interesting. For some reason, she brought up the pandemic, right? She she committed the sin, right? Not me, but that's going to happen. Of course, the women aren't going to do everything perfect here. But when that happens, that's not an excuse for me to let go and say, okay, yeah, we can talk about things that make us sad and our personal challenges right now. Okay? Yeah, let's go down that downward spiral now. Right, ex exactly. Now, okay, now you guys technically had a connection, but you're both sad and you're both feeling a good, uh, you know, you're both feeling good about how how it feels to to talk about your problems, right? And that's not what you want. That's for your therapist. Okay, that's not a romantic connection. Right? That's the wrong type of connection. But but when she brought up the pandemic thing here, I kind of internally just cringed a little. I'm just, oh, thanks a lot. Now we have to talk about how sad we are, right? At the time this happened, restaurants were just reopening from about a year of lockdown where you couldn't do dine-in. And so I had told her, I said, of course, I acknowledge the point. I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm really looking forward to when this whole thing is over. And then I, I asked her, but isn't it cool how, you know, I feel like we just really took dine-in options for granted and how we, after a year we can actually go out on a date and meet in person. Smile on my face as I said that. Smile crept across her face as I brought up that point. We clinked our glasses together. Toast to that, right? You can bet she was in a good mood after that, despite the negative subject matter, okay? I just flipped the directionality on it, and I brought up something. Well, what's something positive about this? Okay, I know that sounds a little callous at first, right? The pandemic. But again, it could just be one thing. Like, Isn't it cool how we can do dining again? We really took that for granted, going out to restaurants, right? And there that's you have great. it. Mm -hmm. That's that's all people need to do. They should try to aim to have their conversations just like that. It makes you a lot more attractive. It will because you're happy when you say that. 
she reads that she reads that in your energy on your face of course with your smile all that's happening it makes her happy too you are now associated with positive emotions that makes you very memorable right that's a very powerful thing yeah i want to add something in the law of state transfer we tend to take on the energies and the emotions of other people i talk about this a lot here's an extreme example but you go to a funeral let's imagine too you go to a funeral you don't even know the person okay so because obviously you'd be sad at a funeral if someone you knew passed away but imagine you go to a funeral just to support a friend everyone's crying everyone's sad talking about the life of this person who passed away you're gonna feel sad right just being around sadness makes you feel sad. You're going to walk away from that pretty heavy. Now, of course, that's an extreme example, but that's an example to just show that we can pick up on the emotions of others when we're around them. That's why if you go to a Tony Robbins seminar, which one day I'd love to go, I've heard that when you go there, there's all these different times during the seminar that they do these dance breaks. Okay, everyone up, let's dance. They blast music and everyone's dancing. That's because they're putting them into an energetic state. So when they walk away, they feel really good. So they're just always like on cloud nine. And it's the same idea, even as this example, like this microcosm of like you on a date with the woman, if it's positive, uplifting, hopeful, inspirational, people are going to feel good about that. And if it's negative, complaining, dark, you're going to walk away not feeling good. And she's not going to feel good. And that's the whole idea. So, we pick up on each other's energies and emotions very easily. So, we just have to be very careful with that. Yeah, absolutely we do. And, and what I challenge all the listeners to do when you're going out on dates, now that you're listening to this podcast tonight, you're actually probably going to notice when like, perhaps women do this by accident on the dates, right? They brought up something nasty and then you think, oh yeah, they were just talking about that. You know, I want you to know that your job is to spin out of that when that happens. Okay. Change your tune. That way she can feed off of your energy as you were saying there, Trip. right? That in turn makes her happy. It's not an excuse for you to go ahead and, and meet her there and just talk about sad things and make each other sad, right? If anything, this is the challenge for you. Like, hey, She's talking about something sad. What can I do to kind of turn this around and make her happy, right? Give her that gift. Okay, think of it like that. This this should be a vacation for her, a little mini vacation, the date, not a therapy session, right? Exactly, exactly. So any last words here to kind of wrap up this topic and this lesson? I'll just reiterate the reason why I'm bringing this up this week is because I just happened to notice that it's been happening with um, I, not only clients, but just people I know. It seems to be a, a common issue right now for whatever reason, at, at least for me personally. So this will happen sometimes. Maybe that girl hates her job, right? Or maybe you guys want to are tempted to talk about other negative things going on in general. Challenge yourself, spin it into something positive, just like every good salesman does, right? You don't have to love the product you're selling entirely. You just have to identify a couple things you love about it and focus on that. Okay, we'll be yeah. realistic here. That's essentially what I'm asking the listeners to do. And it should make your dating life a lot more enjoyable. Okay, they will be, the women will be a lot more attracted to you simply because you now put out that energy. Okay. Amazing. Guys, yes. listen up, listen to Eric. He has amazing points and this lesson is a big one. And I'm really glad that we brought this up today. So Eric, thanks for bringing that in. 
We have coaching slots available. If you need help, you can be working with Eric here at Trip Advice. He can be helping you with making sure your profile looks and sounds more positive and actually attracts more women so you can get more dates as well, of course, as working on meeting women in person and approaching, getting over your shyness. So any of these things you need help with, go to tripadvicecoaching.com and you can get a chance to work here with Eric on these things so that you can maximize your dating potential and meet more women and have more women that you choose, not ones that just choose you. Eric, thanks so much for joining us today. I can't wait for next month when we conquer and talk about another topic. So thanks for doing it. You're very welcome. Glad to be here as always.